0: welcome back to another episode of rock that fitness with Anna rockstar just me you get just little old me today I am flying solo on this episode and I'm happy to do it today I'm just gonna take it back to some basics some basics tried and true approaches to your weight loss your fat loss and just some refreshers here Um, I don't want to call them hacks or tips but I got five of them we're gonna talk about that help us with our sustainable weight loss or fat loss and you know there's a distinction between weight loss and fat loss but we don't need to get into that we're gonna get into this episode I had a great time recording this and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did let's go I'm your host, Anna Wilson, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and registered nurse. I'm also the founder and very proud coach of Rock That Fitness, the best online women's fitness community ever. If you haven't yet done so, please hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar is a podcast that I created for you to bring you fresh insight that will help you improve your own fit lifestyle. Each week, I'm bringing you a thought-provoking show that challenges and inspires you to get out of your comfort zone and live your own best rockstar life through nutrition, fitness, and mindset. So get ready, get set, lace up those shoes, and let's go rock that walk. Well, howdy, howdy, how's it going, girl? Here we are, just me and you. I'm here in your ear today. It is Monday, September the 25th. But when I'm recording this, it is, Do you remember the 21st day? Oh, it's night, (laughs) not day. The 21st night of September, Anyway, let's get on. Today, I want to talk about these sustainable, some tips for sustainable weight loss. But first, let me catch you up on what's going on in the crazy world of Anna Rockstar. So this past weekend, I had such a fantastic time riding in Conquer the Coast, 2023 here in Corpus Christi which for us I mean th- th- there were different rides right I think there was like a 21 miler in there maybe a 10 miler but we did the 66 miler we being my friend Josie my friend Ceci and my friend Camille that flew in all the way from Tampa Florida to be a part of the Rockstar Cycler team of conquer the coast and boy did we conquer the coast that was um this this was quite the it was, it was epic, let me just say. So cool. We got to ride as a team. It's the first time that I've gotten to ride with an actual team of rock stars wearing our rock star kit, our rock star cycler kit, RTF, rock that fitness kits, all of us wearing our pink. It was fun, um, except Sessie was wearing a rock that fitness, not this, she wasn't wearing the pink kit. <laughs> There's a little backstory to that. I won't even go into it, but she was wearing the rock that fitness bolt kit. Um, And by the way, if you like those kits and you saw them when I posted on social media, I want you to know that our cycling kits are for sale. You can go uh, go go to the website, go to our website, rock that and then you can go to the store. And there's two stores. We have a Rockstar store with all the swag in there, but we also have the fitness gear, which is the the cycling kits are in there. We got that this really cool one. It's pink, hot pink, or I don't know what you want to call it, fluorescent pink when it comes to the cycling gear, um, with these star with white stars. Um, it's really pretty cool. I love it. And Zoka Gear did a fantastic job helping me design that. And, and it's there. So if you like the kit, hey, go check it out and see if you want to order them. But let me just let you know, there are two types. There's a club fit, which is more of like a, loo- a loose recreational fit of a jersey. Um, and then there's the, the more a snug race type fit and that one's called the albatross so be careful when you do order there's the male and there's the female so you can have women's or men's i didn't know i was gonna be going into a commercial but hey you gotta know this right i don't talk about it enough but yes we have the kit the full kit which is the jersey and you can wear the bib or the jersey and the shorts but we got it all there go check it out going back so getting back to the race this was quite the experience. Um, And before we went into this, it's not even a race. It was really a ride. It's a huge event here. It's not a race. It's an event. Uh, You're really just, you know, you against the the elements and and conquering the coast. So we did. We we started out over by the Harbor Bridge, uh, went over the Harbor Bridge here in Corpus Christi, heading into Ingleside all the way around. Uh, took us all the way around to like, uh, what was it? Where were we? I don't even girl. I haven't even looked at the map. Don't 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 fault me for this. But we did go on a ferry. They took us um, back over to Port Aranzas, which at that point we had to ride all the way to uh, Padre Island, then through Flower Bluff, then through the base, the Navy base, then all the way down to Ocean Drive and shoreline, and all the way back to downtown. so 66 it actually turned out to be 67 miles it wasn't 66 um but heading into it myself Josie and Ceci we had only done a a hand like less than a handful of training rides together so um you know there was a lot of there was a lot of things to overcome but and, and Camille she had never ridden with us so what I loved about our team is the mindset going into it. Because I don't know about you, but I've I've struggled in teams. Whether it's like high school, not high school, high school, college, especially they like to put you in groups, like to do group projects, and you all get a grade based on what you produce. And uh, it was very frustrating because not everybody is gonna pull their own weight. And you probably know what I'm talking about. It's it's frustrating. So I haven't. And when I was in high school. I, my first year of high school, I did, I did participate in a- athletics. I did basketball and I did volleyball. And it was at that time that I decided I didn't really like teams. I didn't like it. So I joined the tennis team and I played Single, because I wanted to know that if I made a mistake, it was my mistake. I didn't have to be upset with anybody else. It was me on me to get better on me. If I didn't do it right, I took it on. I just the team thing is like for me, and I've grown past that. Let me just say <laughs> because um, since then, and in, in my older and wiser years, there's a lot to be said about teamwork and growing as a team and learning as a team. Um, and especially as a leader, I'm sort of, I mean, there's no denying I'm pretty much a, uh, it's just in my blood to be a leader. So being a leader of this team, the goal for me, and here were the two things I had asked the team before we went into it was, what is your biggest fear about doing Conquer the Coast together? And what's your biggest challenge? And I think that opening that up and being vulnerable to those questions helped us to share and know what our weaknesses and what were our, what were our strengths, what were our weaknesses, and it, it was just very very interesting. One of us was afraid they were going to let everybody down by not finishing. One of us was afraid that they were going to push too hard and 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 get away from get away from the team and and, and shoot out their way ahead of everybody and not stay with us, and um, and so. I brought us together. I said, listen, listen, nobody's going to fail anybody. The goal of this team is that we will stay together. So we even came up with the, the, our mantra was, oh my goodness, I don't even remember exactly what it was, but there were two key things about it. And that was that we were going to stay together and we were going to have fun. Oh, oh, I know what it was. It was, this is not a race. We're staying together and then having fun. Like It's not a race, stay together and have fun. That was the mantra. (laughs) It's not a race, stay together and have fun. So even though we had some obstacles and it didn't all kind of like pan out the way that we may have imagined in the end, we did realize that it wasn't a race. It kept us together and we all did ultimately have fun. And I think there were so many lessons along the way as a team. Um, And even though um, we know we had... One of us had to get out, you know, somewhere past the halfway mark, um, but that person didn't give up on us. That person was cheering us on, waiting for us at the finish line. Um, and then one of us struggled and didn't know if they were going to make it, but we pulled her in together. Anyway, all in all, the thing that mattered the most is that every one of us, all of us put in our best effort. And when you give your best, your best is enough. And nobody failed anybody because we were there for each other through the tough times, through the hard times, through the fun times. And we did. We, we, we ended fun. When I say we ended together, I mean we ended together completely in spirit, which was amazing. And the teamwork was there. Because if you think about it, if somebody fell out and got upset with themselves and then left instead of staying at the finish line for the rest of the team, well, that's that would have not felt like a team, but it didn't end up like that. And I think there were so many amazing lessons. I loved it. I loved this. There was so much to learn from it. And the thing is, when you work together as a team, you you really have to lean on one another. One of us was very strong pulling. One of us was very strong maintaining a pace that the whole team could stick with and keeping us together. Um, and one of us was strong in in vocalizing that, and so in some and then we had weaknesses from all of us. But the thing was, we are so much stronger as a team. And oh man, it just it is was, it was great. I can't say enough about it. It was a great experience. So much fun and so much love. When you go through hard times with people, to me, you know what that is? That's the glue. That's the glue that sticks you together. That keeps you together. You're always going to remember. What's funny is that. There's a lot of interest, like fun, positive things that happen in life. But isn't it interesting how some of the toughest times in your life are the times you remember the most? And what happens in those times, you can remember the people who are there for you. And that's glue. That's glue, man. That's, that's going to stick you together for life. It's very powerful. So it's always about that experience. All right. All right. That was fun. It was good. Just wanted to let you know um, that I had a great weekend. And oh, I did start out by saying, had we trained for it? Like, honestly, I hadn't ridden 66 miles in since the last time I did conquer the coast probably. And we only had a couple, two or three training rides together. And it wasn't even all of us together. Sometimes it was just me and Josie. Sometimes it was just me and Sessie. but we were all training on our own. And I don't think any of us, I don't know, probably Camille, she, she rides probably more frequently, um, out there on the road, but I don't think any of us really had trained up to the 66 miles, which by the way, it wasn't, it was more than 67 miles total. (laughs) Um, But what, what we did do is we paced ourselves. but we did prepare in advance because I was prepared because I'm, I'm still doing my strength training regularly. So I am strong and I'm still doing my, you know, I still do my running. So I have my cardio endurance, my my fitness conditioning with my cardio is in place. And yes, I did train on the bike, but we only went up to about I think a total of maybe 50 miles, 47-50 miles total during training time. Whatever. It's okay. Kind of like in a marathon, you don't have to hit that full, you know, number 25 to get to to get through a marathon. It's the same thing with a lot of things. You don't ever have to get to the very tip of that goal. Um, that you're trying to reach inside of some kind of a challenge, but if you get close, you know that you can. It'll carry you through. You can finish. So we did. We did in spite of it. We pulled together, and it was it was great. I just had to share that with you. It was really fun and. Man, just reflecting on the weekend and reflecting on the weekend with Camille. She came in and spent the weekend with me and we really got to bond. And it was it was something very special. So Camille, if you are listening, I'm not even sure if she listens to the podcast. Girl, just my heart goes out to you. Thank you for taking the trip. Thank you for going out of your way, coming all the way from Florida to, to stay with me for the weekend and to and to ride with our Rockstar Cyclers, um, which you guys, by the way, Rockstar Cyclers is it's just whoever wants to be a part of this, I don't know, online community. And well, it's here in person too, because now it's me, Sessie and Josie. If it grows, that would be great. Um, but I, I just love it. I've opened it up to anybody, any kind of a rider. You're, you're a road rider. You're a trail rider you're a stationary rider, you are a rockstar cycler, and I invite you to to grab a jersey and tag me in your stories and, and rock your riding with us, rockstars, rockstar cyclers. All right. Okay, let's get on. That was that, you know, I'm already into this quite some time. <laughs> you know, I love to talk, but I just, oh, I had to share that. So thanks for listening um, about that. I know you probably want the nitty gritty details, but I'm just going to respect everybody. Cause I don't know how much of that story people want me to share. I don't know these rockstar cyclers, maybe they just want to keep it between us. <laughs> I don't know. So respect. Okay. Um, so now I want to turn things. Oh, you know what? Before I get into this one other thing I want to, I have to mention right now, right now in the beginning of our, of our episode is rockstar body and mind six week challenge we kicked off we are in the middle of week 2 of this 6 week challenge and i just got to say this this so far this is round 3 and i think it's just you know things just get better things just keep getting better and i got to say rock stars and rock star body and mind they are really rocking They're rocking it. And I'm not just saying that because I'm, you know, I'm animated, animated and excited. But I really mean it like they are putting to work right away the things that we are teaching them, Coach Abby and I, um, and they're implementing and they are following our instructions, our guidance, and not jumping ahead, but sticking to things one step at a time. Um, The transparency is beyond words, okay? Just the openness the, the disclosure of, of fears, um, past failures, and how we're going to move beyond those obstacles. Just, oh my gosh, the heart and soul of Rockstar Body and Mind, six-week challenge, round three. When, Rockstars, if you're listening, I can't even, there's no words to express how proud I am of you and seeing you put in the work and seeing you showing up and sharing and being accountable uh, this whole time. And, and they are, they are posting in the group throughout the week. Um, we've had one one call together so far face to face next one's coming up here well it will already have passed once this um, episode drops on monday but um, yeah i can't say enough i'm super stoked about rockstar body and mind round three is rocking it is good they got into their training this week they're in the app they're doing their strength training they are tracking their food. They're overcoming obstacles when it comes to being at events um, and different gatherings and things they have going on and traveling and oh my gosh, it's life. Life happens. So you still got to stay on track for your goals because life doesn't stop life doesn't stop because, oh, 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 you decided that you wanted to focus on your health and fitness. So we're going to stop all of the crazy of life. No, it's not how it works. And so this is why I'm so proud, especially of this amazing group of rock stars inside of Rockstar Body and Mind. Um, they are encountering the obstacles of regular day life. They're not flipping their whole life upside down. They are taking one step at a time and working on little things um, because we're working on a life, uh, lifestyle here. It's it's not a quick fix, right? Anyway, uh, so proud of them if you missed this round of registration for rockstar body and mind i want to remind everybody there's going to be a link in the show notes go get on the wait list for the next rockstar body and mind six-week challenge that will be in the spring of 2024 round four so it's going to be good um anyway had to, had to mention that super super stoked about how that's going of course all right now let's get into the nitty-gritty and that is talking about what should i call these are these tips what are these are these they're not hacks not even tips they just are what they are i don't know chrissy when you write the show notes i'm not really sure what i'm calling these to tell you the truth but they are strategies there we go that's what i want to call them i want to call them five strategies i think we got five here so let's get into it obviously And what I'm going to share in all of these is kind of like what's what I've been doing. I've been, you know, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, I think, I think just about everybody can get some success with their weight loss, with their fat loss, right? I think we've all done it. But it's rare, sadly, it's rare that somebody reaches their weight loss goal, their fat loss goals, and they maintain it. And that's the part that I think so many people miss. They get excited about diets and they they get on this program and they get excited and they start losing weight. And then, you know, three weeks, four weeks in, um, then then it's like, I don't know, maybe they reached their weight loss goal. Maybe they lost a few pounds. They're happy. But then they go back to what they were doing before and they regain the weight again. Um, So what's going on is, sure, you can lose weight. Everybody does it. Uh, there's, there are so many rock stars that have come in and they share their stories where they have been, they have lost weight and gained it, lost weight and gained it. So we know, and also just studies prove this, it's statistics, most people do not keep the weight off. What's going on here? So right, you can use any of these programs, diets, plans, whatever, lose some weight, but it's rare that you're going to actually, it's going to be sustainable and you're going to find a place of maintenance and just live freely leave live freely at your goal weight what a dream what a dream well I am living the dream girl (laughs) and many of the rock stars are too they're figuring it out and I'm just telling you you can do this if I can do it you can do it so I'm basically just going to share with you some everyday strategies the things that that work when it comes to your weight loss and not just losing weight which you can do that on any of these I'm not going to name any names of these programs but actually sustaining your weight loss and making it, a, not making weight loss a lifestyle. You know what I mean? Making your health and your fitness a lifestyle so that you do maintain um, when you finally do reach your weight loss goals. So these things are important. When you're in your weight loss uh, phase, This is these are the things you want to be thinking about in your weight loss phase when you go into it. I'm just going to say off the top two things, um, right? We don't need to talk about calorie deficit. I think I think we've probably hammered that in. You can go back several episodes back, um, you know, here on the podcast and find information on that calorie deficit, how to find your calorie deficit. I mean, I've got mini cut information in there. Go look at the things you've missed out on girl, but we don't need to hash out calorie deficit. What is it? And all that, but you do need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. Okay, because calorie deficit means you're, you're burning fewer calories than your body requires to maintain your current weight. Okay, we're not gonna talk about that, because that's a whole other thing. And I think we've talked about it enough. But you need to know that when it comes to being in a calorie deficit, um, the idea here, if you want sustainable weight loss is not to get into a restricted, restricted calorie deficit, because that's not going to be sustainable. What ends up happening is, yeah, if you were in a very restrictive calorie deficit, sure, you're going to lose some weight, weight, I'm going to emphasize that because the first week or two, you are going to see a lot of weight loss. And most of that's going to be water, you're going to be, you know, most of that's going to be you know, you're dropping water because you aren't eating as many carbs, you're not eating as much sugar or sodium. So your body isn't holding on to as much water. Um, Right, your eating has changed a little, you're probably not eating as much as another thing, your digestive system is not full of food. So yeah, for the first week, Second week, you're very restricted and you're going to see weight loss. And that's why people get so excited and you you hear all these advertisements like, you can lose, you know, f- five to 10 pounds in 20 days or whatever. Well, that's not, it's not sustainable. And I'll be the first one to admit, yeah, I kind of fell into that, you know, those scams and all that jazz, you know, years ago. Now I know better. So we know better, we do better and let, let's, let's get on with it. You can lose, you can lose weight, but it's not going to be sustainable. So just recognize that because this is what happens when people say, well, I did this and I did this program or I did this and I lost a lot of weight really fast. Well, that's not going to be sustainable. What we're looking for is sustainable. You want to lose fat, but you want to keep it off, right? Let's do it different because what happens here, you get into a restrictive calorie deficit, for this short period of time, you get all excited. And, and you then what? Then what? Let's say you do reach your goal, restrictedly, very restricted. And now you just go back, right? You just go back. This is the kind of a funny thing. It's not funny. But it's what happened to me, I would lose weight. And then I would just go back to the way I used to live or eat. It's kind of like, that's it's such a simple concept. But it's true. What what what's the difference? well, now I understand you can't just go back to how you were doing things because that's not going to be sustainable. And this is the very reason why people just gain back their weight because they are not establishing habits. They're not establishing um, sustainable ways to live and to eat. So not going to get into the calorie deficit part, but just understand that that's, that's just a given. So we will talk about some things we want to do. I want to talk about um, what things you can add. We want to, add because you know, restriction is removing, right? It's taking away from you. And I think it's important to add, we need to add some things. Um, and we also need to do some strategies to keep us on track. So I'm going to talk about diet breaks. I'm going to talk about um, accelerated fat loss ideas and calorie cycling. Um, and like, I don't, I don't even want, I don't even want to number these. It's just a lot of things I want to get into. Um, so let's start by Well, you get into a modest calorie deficit. How about that? Okay. The reason we want to be in a modest calorie deficit is so that you can have sustainable weight loss and so that you can actually, you'll be restricted. Yes, because it's not as many calories as you're normally eating, but the goal is to eat as many calories as you are able to, but still be in a calorie deficit. And that's going to help you sustain what you are doing to reach your goal. And you you are going to and this is just the reason I'm hammering this home is because a lot of women, they don't want to believe it, they don't want to buy into it, because the messaging has always been, you have to restrict restrict. And that's really the furthest thing from the truth, you got to get that thinking out of your head, because restrict restrict leads you to Just, you know, then, then you get, you get, you get fatigue, like diet fatigue, and then you just say, forget it. And then you go back, you go back to the old ways or you binge or whatever you do the yo-yo thing. Well, I don't want that for you, girl. So this is the reason why it's important to be in a modest calorie deficit. And we'll talk about a a diet break also in just a little bit, but modest calorie deficit means like you're going to be somehow, um, you're going to do your calculation And you're going to do, you know, you're going to probably be taking off, kicking off about two to 400 calories a day um, on average so that you can maintain this way of eating so that it doesn't feel so restrictive that it's not enjoyable so that you can still enjoy some of those fun foods and drinks moderately along the way. Uh, When I reflect back on my fat loss time, my my fat loss phase, I used to think to myself whenever I would have weekends where I would overindulge and I shouldn't even say overindulge when I would indulge, which means I wasn't really eating. uh, It wasn't eating like I did during the week as much because it was the weekend and it wasn't like, oh, it's the weekend. It's a free for all. I was you know, I I did it strategically, I knew that I was going to just, you know, eat a little bit more, maybe have a little more of the fun foods and drinks on the weekends. But I scaled it back. Um, And what I would tell myself sometimes was like, man, if, if, uh, if I just didn't indulge in some of this fun drinks and foods on the weekends, I would reach my goal so much faster. I used to tell myself this. But then, like, that was how I thought that was like the old thinking. But then Somehow, I don't, I couldn't even tell you how, but afterwards, like in retrospect, I realized I was still losing weight. I was still losing fat, but I was still enjoying myself a little bit, a little bit, you know, not cutting it all out on the weekends. And I think this is a great strategy. This is the modest calorie deficit. This is sustainable for weight loss. So the truth is, no, I don't think it would have been sustainable. I don't think I would have reached my goal because really I think going slow is actually going fast if that makes sense because if i went fast through my fat loss weight loss phase i think i would have fallen i would have tripped up i would have gone back to my old ways and that to me is a strategy staying in a modest calorie deficit is a strategy so i could enjoy those things and so so the the logical side of me was like hey 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 no you know what that's not really true the reason you have been successful this is my self talk the reason you have been successful is because you gave yourself some grace and you allowed some of that fun food and drink along the way. That's how come. So, so it's not really true. Had I been restricted more, I would have reached my goal faster. That's not necessarily true. Okay. And I'm speaking for myself here. So modest calorie deficit allows you to do that. And how you do that, I'll talk a little bit about how you can do that in just a minute and the strategies. But I just wanted to share that because I think too many too many women are really over restricting, and they're so used to this idea that you have to only eat 1,200 calories a day. And then some women are like, "Well, I'm only eating 1,200 calories a day, but I'm not seeing any results." But really, that's not really true because 1,200 calories a day for most people is not sustainable, because then you are going to be over restricted, and you're and you're also if you are doing like exercise, getting your workouts in and strength training, you're not going to have the energy to do it. You're not going to have the, the energy to put in the performance. So there's, there's that balance as well. And so that's why being in a modest calorie deficit, which means eating as many calories as you can to still still be in, but still be in a calorie deficit rather than what's the fewest calories I can eat to be in this calorie deficit. That's not, that's not the goal. We want to eat as many calories as possible, but still be in a calorie deficit. Am I just, I'm just kind of, I'm wearing you out with that, but it's true. L- let's, let's embrace it. Okay. So let's talk about the things that I want to see people. I want to see you adding because I can drive this home too. And and these things are important. And and these, these next four things I want you to be adding, these things I do Every single day. From the time I was in my fat loss phase till today, these are habits, and these habits have to be established if you want to not just lose weight, but keep it off and maintain it. So, these four things you want to add protein, you want to add more veggies and fruit, and you want to add water. So, protein, veggies, fiber and water. Well, fiber is going to be in your veggies and fiber. Okay. So it's probably three things, right? (laughs) Add protein. That's one. Add more veggies and fruit, which is fiber and more water. Those three things, protein, veggies and fruit, and water. Let's add more of that because most women are not getting enough protein. Most women and most people in general are not getting enough vegetables and fruits, which provide fiber. And most people are not drinking enough water. So, so those three things you want to get you want to add that now let's talk about protein for a second because I know many women they struggle with this because they think oh my goodness that's a lot of protein well how many how much protein do we need Uh, what would be a good guideline and I'm just going to bring it up again when you calculate for protein what you need to do is you're going to be based this is going to be based on your goal your goal body weight so you're going to do 0.7 grams up to one gram of protein per goal body weight in pounds. This is just a simple guideline, very simple. Um, Oh my goodness, apologize for the dog barking. But 0.7 grams up to one gram of protein per goal body weight in pounds. Okay. And so you want to actually calculate both of those 0.7 grams times your goal body weight in pounds, and then one gram times your goal body weight in pounds, and use that as your gauge, like your, your parameters, a range, if you will. That way you're not freaking out when you don't hit that high number, but you are still within the range. And you, you know, I don't recommend if you haven't been adding more protein into your diet that you want to just bombard your body with protein. All of a sudden, I think your body might get a little mad at you. (laughs) So you want to start increasing that. But yes, why is it important? Because you need to be providing your body with more protein and adding higher, getting more protein into your diet is going to do a couple of things when it comes to your weight loss. Well, it's going to do a lot of things, Um, but one, it's going to help you stay satisfied longer between your meals because, well, it's got the highest thermic effect, which means your body requires it requires um, calories to burn it, to break it down, right? So calories is energy. Your body is using up energy to break down those pro- that protein that you ate. So when you're getting plenty of protein in your system, your body is burning, it's working on, it's taking energy to break it down and it's got the highest. So that means protein has the highest thermic effect, which means it takes the longest to break down So your body is working hard to break it down and it's going to help you stay satisfied longer between meals, between snacks, whatever. It will help you stay satisfied. So you want to, but you want to be strategic with your protein as well and make sure that you're not eating protein in a huge sitting, like a big sitting. When I say protein, I think, you know, I mostly mean like mostly animal protein, like your, you know, your chicken, your albacore tuna, your fish. These proteins, is what I'm talking about, or leaner meats, leaner, leaner porks, leaner beefs, but animal protein is going to be your best bet when it comes to protein for satiety, for satiety, I should say, keeping you satisfied and helping you maintain your muscle mass along the way. That's a big one too. So protein, you want to add protein. That's a big strategy. And I'm telling you, many women are knocking enough protein. Don't, don't think that, oh, I just... If I'm just eating a little bit of protein throughout the day, a little bit, you really, if you don't know how much protein you're getting, unless you start to focus in on it and find out and how are you going to know, you don't know that piece of chicken, how much protein is in it. If you want to know, you're going to have to look it up. Get on my fitness pal, get on there, put how many ounces of that piece of meat and lean towards the leaner cuts of meat, right? Like grilled chicken breast is going to be a lot leaner. You're going to get more um, without the added calories from fat. But go put that in there. See how many, how many grams of protein you're getting in a four ounce, five ounce piece of grilled chicken breast. Because if you don't, if you just get chicken breast, go, oh, I'm getting plenty of protein. You might not. You're probably not, girl. Go look it up. You'll be amazed. So go do that. And you're going to say, when you start seeing how little protein you actually are getting, you're going to realize, oh, I really do need to pay attention to this. And you're going to see that, oh, now you got to get strategic about getting your protein in. And you can have all your protein in one sitting. You want to break that up throughout the day. And one of the best ways to get more protein is just to increase the portion of the protein that you're already getting but you don't know what that is. So go look it up, girl. Do that for yourself. You got to get enough protein. It's going to help you stay satisfied. It is going to help you maintain your muscle mass and it has the highest, right? It has the highest thermic effect. So your, your body's working to break that down. All right, here we go. Next one. Add more vegetables to your diet and i'm talking green leafy vegetables your greens your spring mix your spinach your kale how about some broccoli how about some cauliflower these are these are my own personal staples like daily i'm eating these kind of things because they have high fiber, they're high in nutrients, they're it's high volume so you can eat a lot of it for fewer calories and look at all the fiber you're getting in that too, helping your digestive system. Very very important to get plenty of vegetables. Don't be afraid to eat fruit. If you're concerned about the calorie content, look it up. There's some fruit that's going to be higher calories because it has more sugar. Don't be afraid of fruit sugar. Fruit never made anybody fat, okay? <laughs> but if you're concerned about it, track your calories, see how much, I mean, obviously you can have a pound of, of, you know, watermelon, we're just coming out of watermelon season, which I love watermelon, but it's a great, great fruit. Um, you know, basically around 140, 150 calories for a whole pound of watermelon. That's great food value, girl. Um, berries, um, blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, these tend to be in a, you know, lower sugar, but man, they are nutrient packed and they have fiber and they have water, right? So you're getting like more bang for your buck. Think about all the vitamins, nutrients, water, fiber you're getting with fruit. Don't be afraid of fruit. Add the fruit, add the veggies. You got to have these things in your system. And with that fiber, along with water, Make sure you're getting plenty of water every day. I'm going to give you that one too with a little, little coach pep talk on the water. But when you get all of your vegetables and fruits in and even some complex carbohydrates, complex carbs like, you know, oatmeal and brown rice and those kind of things, you're adding this fiber into your diet. And with the water, that stuff expands in your digestive system. It's a beautiful thing. And it helps you stay satisfied. So you're not going to be, you're going to be way less likely to binge or want to eat more food because you're satisfying your body's hunger, like real hunger. And so there you go. Add more protein, add more veggies, Add more fruit and add more water so let's get into the water you're gonna add more water Uh, and like I said these are all the things that I do all the time and I know that there are guidelines out there that say you know you eat drink eight glasses of water a day or you need to have you know 11 cups a day or two and a half liters a day whatever I'm just gonna give you my nurse talk here because everybody's water need is completely different So how to know that you're getting enough water is you're going to monitor your urine. I can say that. It's quite all right because I'm a nurse and we talk about these kind of things. It is bodily functions and it's okay. You got to look at your urine to see, am I hydrated? And what you're looking for is that your urine has a pale yellow tint to it, but it's clear. You want a clear, pale yellow. You don't want it completely clear. Because that means you're flushing out all your electrolytes. And that's not good either. But looking for a pale, clear yellow in your urine, okay? Um, You don't want it to be, you know, the color of apple juice. Now you know for sure, girl, you're dehydrated. Go chug the jug, all right? Um, And so important to be getting enough water in your day. It's going to help you with your digestion. It's going to help you with your brain, with all your joints, with your skin, Um, So many reasons to be getting plenty of water and your performance. Huge. Let me tell you what, in your training, in your workouts, whatever you're doing, strength training, cycling, running, anything you're doing, I'm telling you right now, you got to be hydrated and it will impact. It's going to impact your training and your performance. I guarantee you, you are gonna perform way better when you're hydrated. I'm always carrying my jug of water, especially even at the gym when I'm strength training. I always get my water there. I will take swigs of water between sets, uh, between exercises. I'll make sure that my baby jug that I take with me is completely empty when I'm done. I'm drinking water throughout my workout and it does make a difference in my performance. So another tip when it comes to your water, get in the habit of making that making the habit in the morning to drink a full glass of water, whatever that eight ounces, 12 ounces glass of water in the morning. First thing to kickstart your digestion and already knock out a, a you know, a, a glass of water in your diet. Okay. It's going to help you girl. Get in the habit of doing that every morning. When I wake up, the first thing I do is I drink a large glass of water. That's the first thing before I have coffee, before anything that water goes. Um, another thing drinking water throughout the day some people it helps and i I recommend this drink water before you before you eat your meals drink water before you have your snack drink water after you have your meal and after you have your snacks just be drinking your water girl chug in your jug all day add this water in um, if that's a problem for you get yourself a jug where you can see like I need to start drinking more water how do you how do you measure that well, If you got a jug, like I do, and I when I'm at home, I will just pour that into a a smaller glass. I just pour it all day long. But when you have a jug or a gallon of water and you start drinking that all day long, you don't have to drink it out of the jug, all right? You can pour it in a glass, whatever. But the reason it's nice to have it in a jug, personally, is because I'm monitoring how much I'm drinking all day. And that way, at the end of the day, I can look at that jug and go, oh, wow. I didn't actually drink all of my typical amount of water today, but when you monitor how much water you're drinking every day, you're going to get an idea based on how you monitor, you're monitoring your urine, and then you're going to get an idea of how much water your body needs because we all have different needs when it comes to water. We're sweating water. We're peeing out water. Um, It's different for all of us. And so, yeah, get, get water, add water. So those are the big three things that you want to be adding in for your weight loss to help you big time protein, veggies and fruit for your fiber and getting optimal, getting plenty of water. And remember that, you know, having eating lean protein, adding the lean protein, more of it, adding more veggies and more fruit and fiber and water. This is adding volume. You you may have heard this, you know, you want to eat in volume. What that means, high volume foods that our nutrient dense are going to be, they're going to keep you full longer and they're going to have fewer calories. So it's just a strategy to help you. You're still getting, you're getting, if you're eating the right things, balanced nutrition, you're getting the things your body needs and you're lowering your calories in a very easy and natural way. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to just interject here, you know, how many times we want to have like that, uh, whatever, whatever indulgent snack is, or I don't know, a bag of chips or a candy bar or a bag of, you know, whatever nuts or something that's just going to be high, high calories or over processed. We know it's not necessarily a good idea to be eating that in, you know, when, when we're trying to make, you know, health and fitness our priority. However, I'm going to say like, don't, don't do that, but I'm just putting this little little side note in here. You try this. This is a strategy. I want you to try this. It's not that you can't have those things. You absolutely can. But be the parent of yourself and give yourself the nutritious foods and the vegetables, the protein, the fruit, the fiber, the water. Give yourself these things first and then give yourself the other because that's going to lessen the likelihood that you're going to even want it I, I think i said something like that earlier so so try that i do that this is a strategy that i use too um if for whatever reason life got lifey and um i you know went too long to eat something oh that's a that's a terrible feeling you know what i'm talking about when you you go too long and all of a sudden you're like a hungry famished monster well, I recognize what's going on. It's been so long since I've eaten anything. Um, And so I just want to grab, go in the pantry and I want to just grab the Lord's cheeps and start eating the cheeps right out of the bag. But if we can control ourselves and say, okay, what does my body really need right now? And give your body that first, make that the priority to care for your body's needs and then see what you feel like after that. It's going to change. It's going to change your mind, in some way, shape, or form, maybe you will still want it, whatever that is, but you won't eat as much of it, and it's going to help you with that strategy to stay on track. All right. So, I don't know what number strategy I'm on here. I don't know. Um, I'm just giving it to you straight today. <laughs> um, I want to talk now. In um, I want to talk about diet, a diet break, and then I'll talk about calorie cycling. So. Uh, I'm not even going to talk a lot in depth of this, but I'm just going to say these are some strategies that I do recommend. Um, It's not a good idea to stay in a calorie deficit just indefinitely. We don't want to live in a calorie deficit forever. Um, I think you end up getting diet fatigue and you end up not being so meticulous about it. You kind of get lazy about tracking your calories, lazy about your food choices, lazy about whatever, when you do it too long. I think there's a mental fatigue to it. Um, I also think it's good for your body to just get a break and get yourself back into maintenance from time to time. And it's just kind of something that you have to gauge, right? I think, um, For lack of a better way to describe it, just keeping things simple all the time, trying to keep things simple. Look, if you find that you're at a quote unquote plateau, things aren't happening, you're not seeing results, but you think you've been consistent, you think you have, a lot of times, and we're human, we think we are, we don't mean to um, lie to ourselves. We think we've been consistent. But if you haven't seen results in a couple of months, and you're frustrated, that's probably a good time to just kind of take a quote unquote diet break, because really, you probably haven't been dieting, you've just been in a diet mentality. So there's nothing wrong with that. We're not we're not here. It's not a race again, right? Like it's not a race. Uh, you know, stick, stick to your plans and have fun. This can be part of your plan to take a diet break. And what does that mean to take a diet break? So if you have been in a calorie deficit, you know, let's say whatever it is, a couple hundred to 300 calories a day deficit, quote, you think you have <laughs> bring go ahead and slowly, you got to do this strategically, which means you're not going to know unless you've been tracking this. So track your calories, get into maintenance. Um, and people might think, well, if I'm going to get on a diet break, oh, I'm. they end up going in a surplus and then they end up gaining weight. Let's not do that. That's just self-sabotage, girl. Don't do that. Actually be strategic about going into maintenance. And you know what your quote unquote calorie deficit has been. You know what you've been shooting for with your calorie deficit. How about let's just increase your calories a couple, two, 300 calories a day Track these things. Be strategic. Add the foods in a little extra things that you haven't. Maybe more portions of things that you haven't been eating. Just get yourself in maintenance, um, for a period of time. Maybe that's two weeks, maybe that's a month, but it just gives you that break so you're not so fatigued mentally. And then during that time, you can be really kind of like you know, you know, thinking about going back into your calorie deficit, kind of strategically thinking how you're gonna do that and what you're gonna do and when you are ready. So put some timelines on it. I think the other thing that's great about diet breaks is that if you plan a diet break in advance, it's it helps you stick to your plan. Because thinking to yourself, man, I'm gonna be on this diet for six months can be very overwhelming and scary and like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. And then you get fatigue, right? Diet fatigue. So I love the idea of saying, you know what, I'm going to go into a calorie deficit and put some parameters on it. Your mind will be able to wrap itself around the parameters and you're going to be more likely to stick with that because you know there's an end, you know there's an end point and it's easier um, to like accept that, right? Like I'm going to go into a calorie deficit, but I'm going to do this for eight weeks or I'm going to do this for 12 weeks, three months, I'm going to go into a calorie deficit And you know that there's going to be an end point. So you're going to push through and maintain and stay on track with that. And then when you're ready to get out of that calorie debt, maybe by the end of that 12 weeks, you're like, you know, things are going great. I'm still, I'm still going great. Then keep going. But if you feel like you've been slacking and you haven't been really making any quote unquote progress yet, then get a break, get a little break, give yourself a break, you know, maybe two weeks, three weeks, whatever, but put some parameters on that diet break too. And then, when you're ready, you get right back on to your calorie deficit. But diet breaks are very—they're great. They're healthy. They help you maintain your your metabolism. They help you um, actually make progress because. With those breaks in mind, it's not like you're going to gain weight during that break. The goal is that you maintain. So if you've been in a calorie deficit, you're making progress, making progress, doing great. That's awesome. You lost a few pounds. Good. But now you're in diet fatigue. Let's take a diet break. Uh, then you hop right back into your maintenance for a while. Kind of lighten up, chill out. Don't go in surplus. Do that strategically too. Um, and what I mean is like, don't just go off the rails. Like I'm in, uh, I'm on a diet break, you know, because now if you do that, come on. Like I said, that's self-sabotage and um, you're not doing yourself any favors and you're pretty much just kind of canceling out all the work you did those weeks that you were in a calorie deficit. So don't do that to yourself. Um, So diet break. Yeah. Then you come back and you're motivated. You're like driven. You're like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to come back and do this. So you get back on and you're off the diet break. And this actually is such a great strategy to keep you on track. You're going to, you know, again, your mindset needs to be, this is lifelong. This isn't like I'm on a diet and um, it's going to be a diet forever. You have goals here and you have parameters. So knowing that there's no race, like this is why it's important to not have a timeline or a deadline that you're trying to reach something because, because this is what we're doing. We're working on sustainability. We're we're not going to put a deadline on something that's always going to make you feel defeated because you have no control of the outcome. You only have control right now of the process and the actions that you're taking to get there. All right. Okay. I think I've hammered that home. Diet breaks. I think they're a great idea. Um, great strategy to include in your sustainable weight loss, fat loss. All right. Um, the other one that I think is a great strategy too is when you are in your calorie deficit, your modest calorie deficit. um, If you find it difficult to stick to your, your calorie deficit every day, that same number, if you find it difficult, because maybe, you know, it's, it's not so challenging during the week, because everything's most people were kind of on a schedule and things are more routine, Monday through Friday. But then the weekend comes and things like all fall apart. (laughs) So I think, for some of us, it's it's a little bit more challenging to try to maintain that same number every day. So in that case, it's not a bad idea to have um, what we call, what I call calorie cycling. A lot of people call this, a lot of trainers, nutrition coaches call this calorie cycling, where you have maybe four days of lower calories and then three days where your calories are higher. But again, you want to be strategic with these numbers. So, so let's just say you are in a calorie deficit. Um, maybe your calorie, your daily calorie deficit, let's just say it's 1800 calories. Uh, maybe for the week, Monday through Friday, this is one way to do it. This is one way to do it. You could do five days during the week that you're doing 1500 calories or 1600 calories. You just do the, do the math, get the calculator out. Okay. I'm not going to do the math for you, but whatever the days are that you're doing your calories for Let's say, let's say 1500. I'm just making an example. Okay. 1500 calories for those days, but your calorie deficit daily is 1800. So Monday through Friday, if it's pretty easy for you to maintain 1500 calories a day, well, you're saving 300 calories a day out of that. You can add that onto the weekend, right? Because 300 a day for five days, we're talking an extra 1500 calories you can tack on to Friday night dinner or Saturday party that you're going to. Um, and that is a strategic way to do it. So you're not so tied down to that same number every single day and then disappointing yourself on the weekend. But be smart about this, girl. You can do it, but you you got you to gotta practice it. Don't think you're just going to, it's all going to work out. And, you know, I'm going to do this from now on. Work on it, practice it week to week, give it a try. This is a great way to stay on track with your calorie deficit over time. And this is why it's important to take a look at your tracker weekly and see what is your average And I say that because sometimes you're going to go over on your calories on some days, some days you're going to go under, and that's okay. Pat yourself on the back, you're tracking things, you're being strategic. And what you need to do is take a look at the end of the week, what was your average? Because if you've, if you're not tracking average at the end of the week, you don't know. And also it just kind of gives you some leeway, some grace for like, say you're just a little extra hungry that day that you put out more in that workout. Okay, you, you had a couple extra hundred, uh, calories. Can't even talk. A couple extra hundred calories that day because of it. And maybe the next day you're not going to be as hungry, but you're going to be sticking to your calories and maybe a little bit under. Um, look at your average at the end of the week because that's what's going to matter. It's going to be your overall average for the week. So that's about what I wanted to bring to you. It's, it's kind of gotten long. I know y'all, you're, you're just used to me talking, blah, blah, blah. I really hope that some of these strategies that we went over and that we've talked about before were helpful refreshers. And um, so, like I said, you know, it's good to stay in a modest calorie deficit rather than an extreme calorie deficit, so that you have sustainability. The goal here is we're we are we're building habits along the way that are going to stick with you. And rather than just being restricted for like, you know, a week or two, and then you never established any habit because you just gave up because it was too hard. Girl, give yourself the opportunity to succeed by being in a modest calorie deficit and enjoying a little bit of the fun stuff along the way. It's not a race. We're here for the long game. There is no quick fix. And the quickest way to get to your goals is slow. Work on this. Work on these strategies, right? Modest calorie deficit. Adding protein adding your veggies, your fruit to get all your fiber in plenty of water. Um, and then take some diet breaks. All right. That's pretty much what I want to bring to you. Um, I was going to talk about something else, but I'm not going to this time. Maybe another time. Um, we don't have anything else really to, I have no other announcements to bring to you. Um, all I want to say is thank you very much. Thank you for listening to me, blah, blah. Thanks for listening to me blab about nutrition and fat loss and weight loss. I'm very passionate about this. Um, especially as you know, if you have followed my star, my story, girl, uh, losing over 60 pounds, getting fit, um, getting stronger and s- maintaining my, my fat loss. I say fat loss because I have gained back weight, but that's been muscle mass. Um, But maintaining my fat loss and my fitness for now, geez, I I lose track. It's well over five and a half years and it's a great place to be. It's very freeing and I just want to encourage you that you, you can do this too. It's, it's really just science and getting real with yourself, being honest and making it a priority because I know there's a lot of things that we like to say are getting in the way. But there are a lot of things. There's way more things we can control than what we can't control. So get honest with yourself. If you really want to make progress in your fat loss, do. Do it. Take the actions, make it a priority and practice, 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 girl. No one gets better at anything, anything unless you practice. So all of the things that I shared with you, these strategies for sustainable weight loss, it takes practice. And I've been practicing this for a long time. So I'm used to eating my veggies every day. I'm used to making sure I hit my protein every day. I'm used to getting plenty of water every day. These are habits that are in place that help me maintain my, my, my physique and my, my fitness level, which I didn't even touch on strength training. Don't even get me started, girl. This episode was all about the nutrition piece and that's what's going to drive your fat loss. So don't forget strength training three to four times a week on a structured plan. (laughs) I put that plug in there. Um, But anyway, again, Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I love you and appreciate you so, so very much. If it wasn't for you, we RTF wouldn't be here, wouldn't exist. Like, thank you for sh- for being a part of my life. Thank you for being a part of Rock That Fitness, Rockstars, and Rockstars and Rockstar Body and Mind, and all Rockstars who have come and gone and come and come back, <laughs> and all of you, my friends who have been so loving, supportive, and encouraging in what we do in Rock That Fitness, I I am forever thankful and grateful. Um, I can't say enough. So, if this episode was helpful to you and um, you enjoyed it, I would love if you would leave a review. That would be great. I love to read them too. I I don't think I have any new ones, and I would love to see a new review if you want to leave a review, if you're on the Apple podcast, it's pretty simple. You just go to the show. Then before you click on anything, you just kind of scroll down and you can rate us with five stars. Um, and you can leave a review. That would be great. If anybody leaves a review, I will read it on the next, well, the next podcast. Um, and you can also interact with me on Spotify. So if you're listening on Spotify, there's a place to share your thoughts there. And I can actually share your thoughts there publicly too. So thank you wherever you're listening appreciate you love you so much keep making yourself a priority girl all right you're the only one that can do that for you do it self-care self-love all day every day do I have your word good rock on